Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast, sponsored by WebSpy. It's August 4, 2009, and this is episode 202. About six weeks ago, I bought a Lens Baby Composer, and although I released an initial impressions review on my blog pretty much straight away, Having now had a chance to take it through its paces a little more, today I'm going to do a more in-depth review of what I've found to be more than a lens. In some circumstances, it can be a perfect aid to photographic creativity. I'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, WebSpy, before we go on. WebSpy are the internet monitoring, analysis and reporting specialists. To find out more about WebSpy and their products, go to webspy.com mbp and use the discount code MBPWSY for a 10% discount on all purchases. So as I say, I bought the Lens Baby Composer about six weeks ago and wrote that initial impressions blog um, on, the, on the night that it arrived. And having shot some tests, uh, you know, basically I wanted to get a, a a quick sort of impression out there. And today, first, I'm going to touch on those initial impressions. Um, you know, I haven't podcasted about it, so I uh, I figured I'd sort of wrap that blog post into this uh, overall review. The first thing that struck my st- struck me when I opened the box is that the Lens Baby Composer is big and heavy. And I don't mean big and heavy like a, a big L lens, but it's a good weight. And I have the first generation lens baby and the lens baby two, and I never really liked the way they looked on the camera either. You know, like those bendy pipe things, and it was pretty small. I use a, a big 5D and a 1DS camera, and you know, I always have the battery grip on the 5D. And to me, the old lens babies just looked a little bit too small on the camera and it never quite felt balanced. This is really not the case with the composer. It feels you know, very similar in size and weight perhaps even to um, the Canon EF 50mm f1.4 or 1.8 lenses. And it balances pretty much the same as well. You know, it, it feels very similar. One of the other things that I noticed quickly is that the Lens Baby Composer has a metal mount, and I should have noticed this from the pictures that I've seen of it online, but I hadn't, and this was another great surprise. Overall, the build just feels great, right down to the knurling, etc. on the focus ring, and the second ring used to lock the, uh, the movable Lens Baby in, uh, head in place also feels great. If you follow on the blog, there'll be extra images in there, and I'll also embed as many as I can into the podcast, um, the audio file. So if you if you do listen in iTunes or on your iPod or iPhone, then you'll be able to pick up on the images as we go along. So just keep looking. I won't sort of call all of them out as usual. Um, the ones that I call the numbers out for will be the ones that are on my website in my online gallery. Um, so basically, you know, you can see the metal mount in the photo that's up on the uh, on you know in those feeds and on the blog and that, and um, you know it's basically uh, in the first image that we're looking at. You can see as well that there's a dedicated lens case that you can buy as an option. Uh, it's not included with the Lens Baby Composer itself, um, but it's very well made and well worth the additional fifteen dollars in my opinion. The other thing that I never really liked about the old lens babies was the softness of the images. And I, you know, I read 
on the Lens Baby website that the composer came fitted with a multi-coated double glass optic from the optic swap system, which allows you to change the optics uh, and use the composer with other various lenses. I didn't buy any of the other lenses, any of the other optics at um, you know this time around. I figured that I'd see how much I used the composer first. And also I, I wanted to check the build quality, but that's behind me now. One of the other things that I find geeky about the lens baby, in a nice way of course, is that to change the aperture you have to literally change the aperture ring on the front of the lens. As you can see from the second image here, the, the lens baby comes with a plastic, a little plastic holder um, with a magnet on there. It looks a little bit like a small plastic frying pan with a cap to keep the aperture rings in, safely inside. You use the magnet to remove the current aperture ring and then drop in your required aperture ring size, the next one. And it basically just sucks it in and it's held in place by little magnets around the front of the lens. Without any aperture ring at all, the Lens Baby Composer has an aperture of f2. And then, you know, you have all of the rings in full stops from f2.8 down to f22. I couldn't wait to try the composer and uh, just, you know, I wanted to see how sharp it was, um, you know, with this new double glass element thing. So uh, I grabbed my tripod on that first evening and headed out into the th a thunderstorm that we were having in Tokyo. And the following two images were the results of this sort of tiny excursion out into the elements in Tokyo. The first image here is number 2287 and it's of the, roof the rooftops in the storm. This was taken with the F4 aperture ring installed. Here I lined up the sweet spot, which is where the lens is sharp, with the, the building uh, on the horizon. I used an ISO of 50 for an 8 second exposure and the clouds are sort of nicely lit because of a lightning strike that, uh, that hit while, I was, you know, while the shutter was open. I was pretty amazed to see that on closer inspection of the images on my PC later, the area inside the sweet spot was incredibly sharp. The Lens Baby Composer with the double glass optic is as sharp as many of my Canon L lenses. I'm very impressed with the image quality. You can also see from the first images that the area outside of the sweet spot sort of flow off to the edges of the frame really nicely so you know you can check the um the sharpness of the lens uh i actually what i've done is i've posted two 100 percent crops of these first two images as well and it'll be up there on the ipod and, and whatever as well but you know the i i wanted you to sort of see at 100 percent what this uh, you know what this looks like remember that it was you know it was a, a downpour that was in the middle of a thunderstorm so there's there's that those elements, but you, I'm sure that you can appreciate that it's really, really pretty sharp. So if you if you haven't been yet, uh, do take a look at the blog. It's at blog.martinbaileyphotography.com and all of the podcasts from now on are available there. And like I said earlier, you know, the, the majority will have uh, the full transcript there when available. I wanted to also check if the glass was still sharp at f2.8, so I also shot a a test image with the f2.8 aperture ring installed which I uploaded to my gallery as image 2288. Still at ISO 50 this is a one second exposure 
The first tip for using the lens baby here is that sometimes the most obvious subject in the frame is not always the, the best one to focus the sweet spot on. Here I moved the sweet spot down onto the rooftops of the houses in the, fr the foreground and allowed the more obvious building on the hill to go out of focus. This works too, I think, though it probably comes down to sort of personal preference, you know, which one you, which one you prefer, but, you know, experiment away. It's, that's what this, uh, this lens is all about. And, um, you know, I just feel that it's, it's as much a creative tool you know, looking through the lens um, as it is a lens, you know, like normal lenses, you, you obviously they're tools, but the lens baby really helps to bring that creativity out in you just by sort of playing around with it. So, you know, just look through it um, and have fun. It's the main, that's the main part, the main thing about this system. Again, there's a 100% crop of this, uh, this image as well, so that you can see just how sharp it is at f2.8. And I, I really can't say enough how impressed I am with this lens. I realised as I started to prepare for this review that I'd still not got any images shot at f2.0. So I shot some billiard balls to see how the lens compared um, to, you know, when you really sort of opened it, opened it up and took all of the aperture rings out. These next few shots, uh, they're not in my online gallery again. They're, they're, you know, you'll only be able to see them on the blog or in iTunes or whatever. Basically, though, we see a line of billiard balls, and I focused on the nine ball in the front of the line, and we can see how this has basically enabled me to pretty much get the, the nine ball in focus, but everything else is nicely blurred. Because the lens baby has a, a sweet spot of focus rather than a line of depth of field that's parallel to the film plane or your digital sensor, even the felt on the uh, the billiard table has very sort of little texture once you're outside of that the immediate surroundings around the nine ball we'll look at another 100 percent crop of this in a moment um, but i did want to touch on a technique that i'm uh, perfecting for aligning that sweet spot uh, with your chosen subject within the frame and I have to admit that I don't find aligning the sweet, the sweet spot particularly easy, especially when you're shooting handheld, um, as I was here. I shoot most of my images with a tripod normally, and when using a tripod, especially with live view, it's a lot easier. You can move things around, and you know, while, you, while viewing it on the LCD, you tweak the focus and then shoot. But, you know, when shooting handheld, things are a little bit more hit and miss. So as I get more practice with the lens, um, you know, here's what I'm finding myself doing. Basically, I straighten up the lens baby composer a little, and, you know, if it was bent off center, that is. And I focus roughly on the subject that I want to align the sweet spot with. And then I recompose. And if the subject's off center, which it usually is, uh, then I start to twist the, the lens baby around, making sure that I've loosened the locking ring at the base of the, the lens so that I can freely move it around. As I find my intended subject in the frame, looking through the viewfinder by the way, I move the sweet spot around a little and sort of, I move it around the subject. Um, you know, it's easier to see if you have the sweet spot over the subject when it starts to go sort of you know back out of focus as you as you go a little bit past it 
then you just go back to where you were a moment before. So, you know, just sort of moving the whole, the, the front of the lens baby around and you can see the object that you want, you want in focus, go out of focus and then just sort of pull back a little bit. When you think that you've, uh, you've got it right, then you, you often have to fine tune the focus again with the focus ring at the front of the lens. Then when I have the sweet spot on my subject, what I'm, what I'm finding myself doing is now wiggling the camera around a little bit more, pretty much sort of repeating, repeating the last step, but now it's, it's in the composition that I think I need. And if you just move the camera around a little bit more rather than bending the lens itself, again, um, you know, as, as you move the camera around, you can see your main subject move in and out of the sweet spot. And this enables you to confirm that you have that sweet spot where you really want it. If you find that you're off a little, you know, during that last step, just continue to move the front of the lens around until you get it right. Another tweak of the focus to make sure that you're really sharp and then you're good to start shooting. I'm sure that with practice this gets easier and quicker. If you're shooting people or kids or animals or whatever, you know, things that move around, then you'll, you'll need to really work on getting this sweet spot where you want it and then focusing quickly and ripping off your shots. I wanted to make sure that the Lens Baby Composer was sharp at f2 as well, so I took a look at the 9-ball here at 100%, which is another one of the images that you'll see on your iPhone or whatever, or in the blog. You can see that the lines around the, the black number 9 are very sharp, although you know you have to bear in mind that these balls are, are maybe not the best subject to, pro you know, to prove this. I shot this uh, at ISO 400, so it's just a little bit grainy, but you can certainly tell that the sharpness is there. For a lens this price, I have to say I'm still very, very impressed with the image quality. For comparison, I shot the same ball with the Canon EF 50mm 1.2L lens at the same aperture, f2. The lens baby is said to have a focal length of around 50mm too, which is why I, I chose the Canon 50mm to compare it with. Both shots were made handheld and I actually changed the ISO uh, to 200 for this uh, because you get a little bit more, you know, a little bit of light drop off with the lens baby as you twist it off center. But I wanted to keep uh, a similar sort of shutter speed. So if there was any handshake in there, it'd be in both shots. Um, the, you know, this means though that, you know, there's a little bit less grain in the, this second image with the Canon lens and you can see that the overall look is actually a tad softer with the Canon lens. There's definitely a, a nice quality to the Canon 50mm image, but it shows that the lens baby Compona is definitely as sharp as its competitors in the sweet spot, if not sharper. Let's move on now to some other example images that I've been capturing since getting my lens baby. Next up, uh, we're going to take a look back to the uh, images that are also in my online gallery. And this is number 2297 that I shot in a small town way up north called Joboji. I took a drive uh, up a country road that I found on my last visit. And I noticed this abandoned shack in the woods. Now, I have to admit, I'm still sometimes turning to the lens baby as a means to an end rather than being my first choice. I have to sort of really embed it into my workflow before I can truly work this lens. Here though, 
there was a thick black power cable running across the top of the scene and you can just about see it uh, in the blur running from the top right corner down past the top of the shack just before the blue sky starts and then down to about a third of the way into the image on the uh, third from the top uh, as it makes its way over to the left of the frame. I reached for the Lens Baby Composer as I knew that it would help me to make that cable go away. I used the f5.6 aperture ring for a wider sweet spot which I aligned with the side of the shack and a little bit of the foreground. And this gave me a pretty eerie image, I think, with the le- the trees um, in front of the shack and the, the tree trunk to the, uh, you know, to the left there with that foliage left sort of running out, uh, you know, just flowing out of the frame nicely. And I was pretty pleased with the results and pleased that the cable um, made me think to get the lens baby out. I'd shot some other images uh, between the previous one and the next one that we'll look at, but I'll put a link to in the show notes that will show you not only all of the Lens Baby Composer images that I've made so far, but it will also pick up uh, link. You know, the link will pick up everything that I shoot from now on as well. So, if you listen to this way into the future, there may be a, a, a load more images in there. But uh, for now, you know, there, there's just note that there are a few more that you can look at if you're interested. Next image, though, is number 2311. And this is another image where the subject demanded that I use the lens baby. I found these falls just off the track as I walked along the Oirase mountain stream recently. But there, you know, there were these fallen logs and branches in front of the falls, and it was not entirely impressive. You know, the, the, the surroundings were, were not great. And the the foreground there as well was pretty boring and I just didn't think it would work straight. I used the f11 aperture ring for a very wide sweet spot as I really wanted to just blur the edges of the edges of the image. I also wanted a longer shutter speed and the f11 helped me to get down to uh, three-fifths of a second. I'm pretty pleased with the resulting image and again I think the lens baby helped me to make something out of you know what would otherwise have been just just a non-scene I'd have walked away. The last example image that I wanted to look at is of the Oyurese mountain stream itself in image number 2314. Here I was standing with my tripod legs perched precariously on three separate rocks with the camera standing over the fast-flowing water. Probably not the best spot to change out lenses, but I decided to try a shot with a shot of this scene uh, with the lens baby before I moved on. Again, using the f11 aperture ring, I think I also held an ND8 neutral density filter in front of the lens here to give me a four-fifth of a second exposure at ISO 100. I may have used the ND filter for the last shot as well. Um, I'm not sure, but I know it was a lot darker in there, so I'm, I'm thinking that maybe I didn't. But um, I know for sure that this last, this one that we're looking at right now, um, I'd used the ND8 filter just sort of held in front of the lens. And again, here the the large sweet spot has given us lots of the scene in focus but with the outer edges uh, all blurry, giving us that nice sort of creative, almost like fairy tale theme to the image. So to summarize my overall impressions of the Lens Baby Composer on, 
on the plus side, I really like the way you can now uh, focus the lens baby with a focus ring, like a traditional lens. And the the focus mechanism is totally separate from the adjustment of the sweet spot. I have both the the lens, the first lens baby and the the set the lens baby two. Uh, I skipped the third generation sort of War of the Worlds looking model. Um, but uh, you know, in the first few, I never liked the fact that you had to keep your hands on on the the lens baby. You know, you had to you had to do that both to focus and to adjust the sweet spot. And you know, I'm really just pleased that all of that's behind me now. With the lens baby composer, you know, I have to say it's you know with the new double glass and you know the the whole sort of build and everything. It's tack sharp uh, in the sweet spot, of course. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just so much better. The addition of that sturdy little, uh, albeit optional, lens case is um, it just really, for me, it just inc- increases the overall useness of the usefulness of the lens. Uh, I can drop it into the inside pocket of my photographer's vest now without really worrying about it. I attach the little plastic frying pan with the aperture rings to the case. Um, so it's just always with me. I only have a couple of very small peeves, uh, though for the price, I'm more than satisfied. One thing is that when you turn the locking ring on the front, um, uh, to lock the front of the lens, the locking rings at the base of the lens, um, it does tend to send the focus off a little bit. And, you know, that that's a, it's a really small peeve. Uh, it would be really nice if it didn't. Um, but again, I mean, it, at the price, if if it was that good, it probably would almost be too good. I'm finding as well that uh, you know what I'm doing is I'm just applying enough tension to stop the you know with the locking ring to stop the front of the lens from flopping around, but not so much that I can't move it when I want to, and then I just leave it there. The other thing is more of an enhancement request than a problem, um, but I'd really like the composer's optional lens case to have a belt loop. It's it's great as it is, uh, but with the belt loop, I could just sort of you know stick it on the belt and then have quick and easy access to the lens baby composer uh, while walking around the town or you know on location. I don't always have my photographer's vest on. Apart from these two tiny little things, though, uh, having now used the lens baby composer in the field for a while, it's still a, just a really big thumbs up. With the new optics, this is now ready for a serious photographer that wants his or her images to be tack sharp where they need it to be, uh, but still being able to have fun with the overall creativity of this wacky little lens. Don't forget that we're giving away a Lens Baby Composer as one of the prizes uh, for the winners of the MBP photography assignment. And that's all thanks to our sponsors, WebSpy. So do check out the assignment uh, assignment details at the forum at martinbaileyphotography.com to see how you could win a Lens Baby Composer. I'm also incredibly excited to tell you that I've teamed up with a great new online store called Outdoor Photo Gear as a gear advisor. Um, I'm now a member of their gear, gear advisory board 
So this means that thanks to Chris over at Outdoor Photo Gear, I now have access to all of the great gear that they have in stock to put through its paces and create reviews for release on the Outdoor Photo Gear blog. And I'm also going to be um, releasing details of those uh, reviews on this podcast and on my own blog. So it's, you know, it's going to really help you to understand if the gear under review would be of use to yourself as well in your own photographic endeavors. There are already some great reviews, great gear reviews and videos and things as well on, on the blog over at uh, OPG, Outdoor Photo Gear. Uh, so do check that out at www.outdoorphotogear.com as well as just you know sort of t- checking out all of the great items that are already for sale in their store. I also need to tell you that I've locked the July assignment for uploads and turned on the voting system until the 14th of August. And then, uh, uh, you know, we, we've also started the theme for the August assignment, which is juxtaposition. Your images must have been shot during the month of August 2009 and uploaded to the assignment gallery at mbpgalleries.com by the end of the last day of the month. For details on the rules and the guidelines, check the assignment forum at martinbaileyphotography.com slash forum. And thanks again to our sponsor, WebSpy. To find out more about WebSpy products, visit webspy.com slash mbp and use that discount code mbpwsy for a 10% discount. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you just have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye. Martin Bailey Photography Podcast is a proud member of the Photocast Network. Find this and other great photography podcasts at photocastnetwork.com.